0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast show. I'm your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and
1: my brother. What's up, bro? And a father. Sorry, I forgot to put that. <laughs> and, a, and a football coach.
0: Football and, coach. And, Let's and, go. And
1: a successful one, by the way, because I feel like this, we got uh, sent a center ragtag full of full of kids, like a team full of just, just very inexperienced players. And they did very well against bigger kids, against better kids. And, and now it's just, I just want to see how they form along with this season of, uh, we just want to see some uh, development out of these kids. But um, we have a great, great guest. We have a great subject that's going to happen. And uh, I feel like it made me dive into a whole bunch of different things that I haven't I haven't uh, looked into in a long time. And uh, yeah, Ryan, welcome back again. And-
0: yeah. Yeah, Jake. Uh, if if you, you want, you can introduce him, Jake. Because my fr- my friend was like, "Hey, you should have your brother introduce the guest, You know, if you want, to oh, right, him. Hey, Ryan Peterson. Ryan Peterson
1: is a, he a uh, author. Uh, he has a great. If, I went on. My brother got me the thing on Vimeo to look at, um, and I watched his show, like th- this this uh, uh documentary. I would say our program three three times, in the and and I uh, was blown away by how much information and how much uh, how much how much how much stuff that he studies and goes through that I 100% agree with and and have no disagreements in any of his studies. I don't disagree with anything that he puts out because it's all scripture mixed in and it's all backed up by scripture. That's what we like to go through it and have it be based on. So Ryan, welcome (laughs) again and uh, right on.
0: All right. So I'll, I'll come in after that. So we got two books we need you guys to look into. The first one, judgment of the nephilim and the second one is the final nephilim okay guys he comes on here for absolutely free takes his time out he's got a busy schedule he's a lawyer he's got all this stuff going just got back from costa rica all right please guys just go and check out his book um i bought both of them i'm I'm starting on the judgment of the nephilim i promise i'll probably get through it in the next five years because i got so much stuff going (laughs) so ryan peterson thank you and guys what we're gonna go through today, okay. So his book we went through the judgment of the Nephilim. You know, we didn't obviously we didn't cover every single detail of it, but you know, we went over some good stuff last time about that. This time I'm gonna have him go over the final Nephilim, and, and we, he can kind of get into uh what uh who the final Nephilim is and uh you know all that. So let's go over uh our verses real quick before we start. Um, actually, we're gonna pray first before we start. I'm sorry, let's go ahead and pray, okay? We're gonna bow our heads, absolutely Father God in the name of Jesus. One of our listeners, uh, I think her name is Kanye. She, she, she has breast cancer, Lord. You know who she is. You know everything she needs. Uh, any demons or anything that's attacking her and her family, or trying to give her any anybody depression or anxiety, any of that, Lord. Put your healing hand on her, please heal her, Lord. You made uh, a blind man see. You made deaf people hear. You made uh, people that are sick, uh, cancer. You've taken it away, Lord. And we know that you can do it. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just want you to please put your healing hand on her and her family, help her and her husband, help her kids, help all of them through these troubling times. Lord, you know exactly what they need. I don't know what they need. I'm just here to pray for her and everybody that's listening. Please pray for her and pray for anybody that has breast cancer out there. Lord, we want to pray for anybody that has any type of cancer or any any type of struggles right now, Lord. Please be there for them and lead them to you. We know that you are the answer, okay, Lord? There, there might be problems in their life, but you are the answer to everything, any problem. We know that you're the answer, Lord. So please, in Jesus' name, we ask you, lead the people that are listening, Lord, to, to, to the Bible and lead them to a relationship with you. That's what they really, truly need. Uh, it doesn't matter what stressful thing they have in their life, this that work. It doesn't matter because if they have you, you make everything better. So thank you, God, for everything you do. Thank you for giving us the show, and thank you for introducing us to Ryan Peterson so we can go ahead and do this program. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Hey, uh, amen. before you go amen. on, Amen. amen. <laughs> but before you go on, Josh, what we said the way that prayer was in leading leading people to Him, Ryan Ryan in his in his in his in his documentary mentioned how he used. Certain people to in in the Bible, like even evil nations, uh, enemies of Israel, to lead them back to God. So you understand. And even if Kanye is going through this, this situation, maybe that situation let let God's will be done. But maybe it's leading her back to God. Maybe that is making her stronger. And it's not. It is unfortunate and everything like that. But every positive, every negative is always a positive. So. You gotta okay, think yes. that that that's 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 a possibility, but I, I did like how you said that, Josh, because that does remind me of what it is it said. Because you, God, does use things like that to lead you back to Him for
0: sure. Thank you. Um, all right, Amen. we'll go over our verse really quick. It's gonna be, uh, uh, well, I'm gonna use Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 14, verses 12, uh, through 15. It says, Um, have you fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn? You have been cast down on the earth, you had laid lo the nations you said your heart i will ascend to the heavens i will raise my throne above the stars of god i will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the utmost heights of mount Zaphin. i will ascend above the tops of the clouds i will make myself like the most high you are brought down to the realm of the dead and the depths of the pit okay so that's the first one the reason why i'm saying that because what ryan is about to go through The devil always tries to copy God, okay? So he always tries to copy him. He tries to be like the most high, literally like the most high. I know he does stuff backwards and stuff, and and he he tries to trick us. But he wants to be like the most high. He wants worship, and he wants to be just like God. And he wants to trick you and deceive you. So, um, Ryan, (laughs) um, so we're going to have you go into – so can you explain uh, who – the final nephilim is and what made you uh even start researching this and what made you even think that of of who, of who it is
2: yeah absolutely so uh first and foremost um uh, to both of you fellas thank you for having me on again it's great to be back on <laughs> we're going to have um, you on again for sure <laughs> yeah yeah hi for another great discussion and uh yeah so the final nephilim um you know again it's really it, you know the way i, I kind of wrote my first book judgment of nephilim it's really going from genesis from the garden of eden really about up to the you know the birth of messiah right it's showing how satan was trying to prevent the birth of messiah and so really dealt with you know everything that battled the two bloodlines leading up to that point to the birth of jesus and and how the nephilim were really satan's attempt to stop that and so the final nephilim is really the sequel it's really picking up now and jumping from the old testament to the to, to revelation to the end times and when you think about genesis 3 15 where i started the first book to say the prophecy of the seed of the woman the messiah Yeshua, hamashiach there were two seeds prophesied you know we always talk about the seed of the woman and we know that's jesus Pastors agree theologians. It's not really controversial interpretation. That's the common interpretation, but God said, I'm going to put an enmity between thy seed speaking to the devil and her seed. So there's a second seed. And again, it's the same sentence, the same verse. So if the seed of the woman is a literal person, the man, Christ Jesus, God incarnate in human flesh, uh, the other seed thy seed, Satan's seed, I believe, is the Antichrist, who is the final Nephilim, that the Antichrist of Revelation that we all think about in the end times, the false Messiah who deceived the world You know, in the in the last seven years before the second coming of Christ. He is the literal offspring of the devil and the final and last, obviously, uh, Nephilim giant on the, on the earth.
0: Okay, so um, what do you say to those that say that the devil had uh, taken Eve and had relations with Eve and Cain is that devil's seed. What do you yeah, say I'm to so, those people? Yeah, I'm so happy. And this you is asked a rhetorical that. question, okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, <laughs> I I'm, I'm
2: happy you asked because it's important, right? Because a lot of people believe that serpent seed idea that that seed was Cain. I always say I do not agree with that at all. So, for, and I think it's easy to establish in Scripture why Cain was not the son of Adam. And Eve. First of all, Eve said. When she first of all, the Bible says that Adam knew his wife Eve oh. and she bore a son named Cain. So, right off the bat, <laughs> it's pretty it literally. The, it says it very straightforward. They had relations, they were married, they had relations. Cain was the son. When Eve named him, she said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. That's why she named him Cain, meaning possession. That he was, so even in what she said, that she sees she credited God Yahweh for the birth of Cain. And and if you think about that, too, again, it's really, I think it's even deeper than just God has blessed me with a baby. It's that, again, when you go back to the Genesis 3.15, that was God said that there was going to be a child born from the woman, meaning Eve, who would be the Messiah, who would conquer the devil. He didn't say who it was going to be or yeah. when the child was going to be born. So. From Adam and Eve's perspective, as well as from the angelic, the fallen angelic perspective, Cain could have been the Messiah. So I think Eve was was not just saying, "Yeah, it's a baby." It's that, oh no, this could this could be the man, the seed, because yeah. that's where really Cain could have been. He was the first seed of the woman. So, um, so yeah, so that's reason number two. And the last reason is that when you look at Cain after he killed Abel, murdered his brother, and God punished him and banishes him from Eden. He, he whines to God. He complains. Says, "Oh, this is too much. I can't bear it. Someone's gonna, whoever finds is gonna try and kill me to avenge Abel." And God gives him a mark of protection. And there's no way that God would do that for the seed of the devil. If you look yeah. at how God treats the Nephilim all through the Old Testament, He's personally slaughtering them, personally fighting them, personally battling against them. So I don't see God doing that ever for Cain. If he was the direct offspring of the devil,
0: and Another thing I think I would add, Jason, before you jump on, is anybody that's saying that, you got to understand something. The fallen angels are locked in a bottomless pit right now for, you know, for 2,000 years, right? So they're stuck in a bottomless pit, chained, hoping they could get out right now for what they did when they went into these women, okay? When they took these women and, and they had sex with these women, they got punished worse than the devil's. In yes. heaven talking to God in Job, okay, so he would not be able to be in heaven whatsoever, okay. So I think that's a pretty good point. And um, I just have, and I think that comes more from what a Gnostic view is. That what it is, does that does that view come more Gnostic, or, or where does that come from that view? Because it's called the Serpent Seed view, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, you know, I feel like it's something. I, it's really. In my research, it's like something really in the last 150 years. Okay. I've never seen it before then, but, uh, you know, there was a couple of pastors in the early was, 1900s. was Do you think
1: that? Cain was saved? Do you think at the end of his his life, do you think Cain may, may have actually... T- uh, uh, I heard, because if you read through his line, it, it, he does name his children, like, a, a lot of biblical names, like, very, very biblical names. So I was wondering, maybe, do you think maybe he... Because he... if you can be redeemed and you, and you, well, I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I feel like some people can be, you're not too far gone, I guess. I don't know. No,
2: I I agree. I don't think anyone's too far gone. Um, you know, there are lots of bad people in scripture do some really bad things who I think are redeemed.
1: But I also Um, want to ask you, uh, uh, after before, well, you can go on and ask that, but, uh, so in, in your, in your show, you said the seed of the woman is a singular, is a singular person. So the seed of the serpent, would also be a singular person, right? So you, you were saying that 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 would be, it, it's 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 going to be that that type of, of situation is like you said that that was the singular version of the of the word for that per, for a person, right? For a singular man and a singular seed yep. man. Singular. Absolutely. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I didn't. I didn't. I never. I never uh, read that. A lot of your stuff you, you, that brought to my attention too is the Gentile way of thinking of prophecy. So they think the prophecy is prediction fulfillment. But the Jewish way of prophecy is through prediction, fulfillment, and repetition.
2: Exactly. And
1: what you did for me is our thing is like, wow, man! Like Joseph and Daniel, both were sold into slavery, both rose up in in, into powers of, of of great power and the most powerful things of the world. And but what I didn't get is that if if that is the way they think. How do, do the, the Jewish rabbis and Jews not understand where the church is at through the whole Old Testament and how it repeats itself and how there's always a Gentile bride with a, with a, with a Jewish man. And, and, and I'm like, wow, even Ruth is read at the, at, the, at, the, at the Feast of Pentecost. And I'm like, if you're reading that book at that time, you have to understand, where, where do you guys get this, this audacity to think that, that there's no church or no body of Christ? That he, I feel like if they would have accepted Christ before, when he first came, the thousand years, the, the, everything would have been started, been cool after that. But he yeah. didn't. And like you were saying, there was more and more antichrists through the history, but then, just to bring them back to the, to him. But they never accepted him each time. They never accepted Christ back. And so he's, that's why he doesn't come back. But it, like you said, the final one was, man, you started making me trip out on some stuff. I was like, man, this is some <laughs> deep studies, but it's weird. Like I never thought of it that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's really, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? The ancient Hebrew understanding of God, right? And time and prophecy is that time from the divine perspective is not linear, right? It's, just, it's like a scroll. That's why throughout the book, I call it the scroll of time. That So the events of scripture are cycling over and over and over again, right? And it's like, you know, even what Jesus says, Revelation 1-8, right? He says, I am Alpha and Omega beginning and the end in a scroll the beginning is the end the end is the beginning right and, and so that's really what's happening throughout scripture and God's showing us and I start off and I think this I wanted to really set the tone in the book by starting off talking about time because when you understand because I think the only way to really understand prophecy is you have to really recognize these types shadows with scriptural similitudes in the book of hosea right and god says it like i started off talking isaiah 46 i mean i think it's one of the most amazing statements god he doesn't just declare that he knows the future he says if you want to know that i am god he says, because i can tell the, it's prophecy he says i've declared the end from the beginning and from ancient times of the things that shall come to pass and so god's saying i'm putting he's betting his name Mm -hmm. on prophecy and not only that he's foreshadowing it time and time again And so like you pointed out there are so many foreshadows of the church of this idea of a gentile marriage but you know it's it's a spiritual blindness right romans 11 blindness has become upon israel in part into the fullness of the gentiles therein and even that even that concept that the Jews not recognizing the church, not recognizing Christ, even that is foreshadowed in scripture. I don't mention in the book, but easy, an example I think of, oh, even with Joseph, right? Joseph, a clear foreshadow of Christ, right? His brothers are the 12 tribes. They rejected him. Then, of course, he rises to prominence. He's he's punished for a crime he didn't commit by Christ, obviously. And then he rises to prominence. They come back now during the famine, they don't recognize him. Right. Even that's a foreshadow of Christ. They don't know even know who he is until he has to reveal himself. And then, of course, they, you know, apologize and weep and worship him. Right. So even that's a foreshadow of Christ. Good Moses, point, man. Good one. Good one. Moses goes up to Mount Sinai. He comes down and what happens, they say that he has to uh, put a veil on his face. Cause He's glowing from God, he's reflecting God's divine light, so he has to cover himself like all these ideas. And he comes down the first time, what happened? They're, they're breaking the law, he breaks the 10 commandments so again. It's like the failure of Israel, the breaking of the law, and he has to go up again a second time and come back. So it's like all these ideas again are showing you the repetition and the foreshadow of the church. And even when we think about this, the last example I'll give, since I'm talking to two brothers here, all the sibling rivalry in the Bible, right. You have Cain and Abel, right? Cain's the first son. Abel's the son who's the faithful son. Of course, he's slain. You have uh, Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael's the older son, but Isaac's the son of promise. Jacob and Esau, right? You have all this switching going on. Manasseh and Ephraim, it's all Israel and the church. Israel is the big brother. They got the blessing first. They have all the, they're the natural branch. They are their older sibling. But the church has got the full revelation of the gospel and the full revelation of Messiah first. So we switched. And that's yeah. why you see all those siblings switching going on all throughout the old testament. All were foreshadowed.
0: Even uh, in the parable, the prodigal son as well. It's it's two brothers, even exactly. in that, you know. So exactly. it's a, kind of exactly. the same thing. So yeah that's, yeah, that's 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 interesting. So all right, so um I I'll I'll get so into the conspiracy side of this that I I I want uh, <laughs> i want ryan to kind of start going through because i want to know like do you believe that these secret societies these global leaders have been briefed ahead of time like satan is like listen uh, it is time you know i'm gonna you know and and is he gonna take a jewish woman you think because you know the jews have to recognize the antichrist as yeah. their 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 guy you know hey i'm gonna make peace in in the land and and is, yeah. you think it's gonna be a jewish woman and what do you think yeah so yeah so the
2: answer, the answer to your questions are yes and yes and i'll get a little into it and so so if you think about this right so first of all we know that I, I believe satan can communicate to his servants right those who can achieve a certain level right in occult power last time we talked about the veil and how like you know basically the attempt to pierce the veil and access the spiritual realm which is what the occult is all about right whether it's kabbalah the new age movement it's all about trying to access the spiritual realm and I think the devil's been laying the groundwork for this for a long time, the preparation of his son to come. I mean, and I'm going old school. This is going to predate both you guys. You guys weren't even <laughs> born at this time, but you know, a movie from ancient times, you know, Rosemary's baby. Right. I mean, that movie, That's crazy you movie. know, is super satanic occult type feelings about a secret society that is basically grooming a woman To give birth to the Antichrist, setting her up and luring her into a ritual to have sex with the devil, who in the movie was played by Anton LaVey, who was the former head of the Church of Satan, um, in a ritual to give birth to the Antichrist. And, you know. Where did that idea come from? Did he just kind of, did just kind of randomly? you know, what inspired that idea to the point that, again, you had the head of the church of Satan in the movie playing the devil. And so what truth then somewhat truth inspired absolutely, yeah, so a- it. absolutely. And so I think that, you know, on a, on a, on a, when you talk about society, high level occult, you know, on a high level occult practitioner, that type of level. That they're well aware of this and are doing anything to prepare for the coming of, you know, not just the devil himself, but also his seed.
0: Yeah, I would think they'd be fighting for that spot if they were like, you know, they're fighting to get that woman,
2: you know, they want it to
0: happen. Now, I wonder how does the how would the devil know when to do this? You know what I mean? Like, because only God, the father knows when everything's going to happen. I, I'm wondering how he knows
1: when to do this. Well, d- d- but Ryan's... And if you watch his... If you read his book and watch it, he tells you it's been happening seven times through history, uh, several times in history, this probably has been going on. It's like he's you just, said, the, Jew- trying- the Jews oh, have not never- accepted... Like you said, but the Jews didn't accept Jesus Christ back. They don't go back to him. Like if you if you go through the, the Bible, like Nebuchadnezzar was used as as a as an instrument of God to bring the uh, Israel back to to uh, to him. But what happened is that I think you said and you said you mentioned the Book of Daniel chapter four. I feel like it was written. If you read through it, it was it was written by Nebuchadnezzar. And I feel like if you think about it. I think after all that and, and he was still changed into a beast he got to see what was going on. He was saved. I think he 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 knew. He told Daniel, you your god is the most high. I don't care anymore. I can't like and it was all about pr- like you said it, it, he fell from he falls from pride so does Satan all that stuff. And and when he does fall he gets, you know, the, the mark of the beast. He gets he's a hybrid for 7 years and 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 when you think about it it's it's that's a that's a crazy the dream the dream that i had about the tree is all like like it's insane how 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 he could how de- how god will do this stuff just to bring you back
2: yeah absolutely yeah so nebuchadnezzar again i think was uh definitely a foreshadow of the antichrist and i think even possessed by the spirit of antichrist for a time but i do believe jason that he was saved in fact on my Thursday night theology YouTube show, I actually covered this topic just a couple of nights ago. And Josh, thanks for popping in too. My wife told oh. me you were in the chat. Oh I yeah! Like, she told me during the show. I'm like, I want to give him a shout out. <laughs> not. not <laughs> she deep. told I, me after. I just, um, uh,
0: I just, I hopped on real quick. I'm, I'm no, gonna I appreciate go it. all of your videos because. I want to find out some subjects we can get you on here more because we have so many conspiracy stuff. Come on. Yeah. I love yeah. to have the word of God come on. Like that's what, that's what. Yeah. The- no, no. I, I,
2: yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. We don't, we can, we can chop it up on any topic you want, man. I'll so, jump uh, on your show sometime too, bro. If you're, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, okay yeah. to do that, yeah. dude, and, and yeah, I'll uh, that'd be great. That'd be great. For sure. You want to talk for sure. About, but um, Yeah. So, but to get to, um, so to get to the question though, about how will Satan know? Right. So I think that what's ultimately what will happen is that, you know, God will let him know. Right. That's what and I was going to say. And I, I was go back to that. the book of Job, right? You look at the yeah. book of Job where of Job chapter one, where the, the devil and God are talking before Job God's throne. Right. And he says, you know, have you considered my servant Job? And Satan's like, I can't touch him. You put a hedge of protection around him. I can't even touch this guy. And then God says, well, I'm going to give you a chance to, but you can only touch, you know, his possessions and things he loves don't harm him. Yeah. And of course he destroys his land, kills his children murders his servants, his cattle, everything. And then in chapter two, they come back again. And this time God says, now you can touch his body, but you can't kill him. So yeah. you see it, like, you know, we're given this glimpse into how God and Satan operate, where God is setting the parameters of everything. And so I think God already, think about it again, God told Satan 6,000 years ago, you're going to have a child. Right, right. just like he told Eve, he prophesies it, so it it needs to happen. So, so everything was just waiting for the go ahead to finally make that move. And the interesting thing, too, that I think brings home that it's going to happen in the future is that you talked about Josh, you made that great point that the Genesis six angels who fornicated with human women, fathered the Nephilim, they are punished immediately, they were taken to the abyss, they're still there right now under chains of darkness,
0: and And the devil
2: is not. Right. Because he didn't participate at that time. Yeah. But he will in the end times. And then what do you see happen after Armageddon? The Antichrist is defeated. The false prophet are defeated by Christ at his return. They're thrown into the lake of fire. But Satan isn't he's chained locked away the for angel comes years, with a chain yeah. and he's thrown in the oh. abyss he gets the same punishment oh. the genesis six angels received he has to, point he has to suffer the exact same punishment in chains in the bottomless pit locked away for a thousand years
0: okay let me just tell, tell tell everybody this real quick too you guys need to understand god is outside of time but these angels they're not the only yes. one that's outside of time is god so when Amen. these angels are locked in the bottomless pit they know and they're weary of it and they're they're chained so when the devil is locked in the bottomless pit he's gonna physically feel it the devil's not outside of space and time and he can hop in and out whenever he wants he's going through this whole thing with us okay and that it's just it gets interesting what you just said right there is amazing because that'll prove that he is going to fornicate with the woman because exactly. he gets locked into a slip pit too, but he gets one thousand years. The other got two thousand. So
2: yeah, how well, much longer? Maybe he's bit. like,
0: "Hey, as long as, as long as you fulfill my prophecy, they all put you down there for a <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Hey, that's
1: that's uh, that's interesting. So we're, we're connecting some dots here for sure. Yeah, we we definitely are. I I, I was uh, really, what made me trip out about that too was. Uh, I was I was I went to Luke eight thirty you know where where Jesus uh, he he goes and saves this man from a legion of demons right so I feel like if, if you read that it's the exact interpretation of the flood because he puts the 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 the, the he it's, it's he Jesus shows up he uh, uh, the, the man that he was going to talk to was was bound in in a cave was bound in darkness yeah. he breaks free. Yeah. He goes out to the wilderness, and he comes back, and 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 he, he, and Jesus taught, and, and I say, you know, who are you? And we are legion, we are many. That's three thousand to six thousand, probably demons in this guy's body. Yeah. And he, what does he do? What do, what do they do? They, they know who he is,
2: exactly. and they
1: petition him, just like the angels did, petition to God, please do not do not send us into the abuso, no send us the dark yet, and he's and they petition to go into the swine, which is an unclean animal, an abomination to God. And they go and they run into and they drown in the in, in the flood. They drown in the water. They choke to death. And and I was reading. I was like, man, that is, that is crazy. That's just like how it talks about Justin, like in the days of Noah. And it was weird that that it's it's not in it's not in Matthew that that account. that is it's not in Matthew. It's in Mark and it's in Luke. And that's that, that's because I feel like that's Matthew's the Jewish version of of the of he's very Jewish and and Jewish nature. So. But I don't, I, don't, I don't understand. I thought that was pretty crazy how, like, if you think about it, you could, it's an idiom for how that Absolutely, was in right? the that yeah.
2: That's, that's, I call that quantum repetition, right? These <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, ideas. that's what I started. That's it, about. man. That's that quantum repetition right there. And if you think about it too, another thing too, like Jesus said about the demons, he even says that they seek dry places. Like they don't want to be around water. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of bad memories from the flood. You know, I think yeah. that's why Jesus dropped that little detail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So
0: um do you believe that the Antichrist has been born already and that he's here now?
2: I know uh, that's a hard I, question. I,
0: I, huh? <laughs> I know that's a hard question
2: to Yeah, answer, it's a hard but question. This yes, is not, not rhetorical. This is your this
0: one is not <laughs> this is whatever your opinion <laughs> no, is. Hey,
2: listen, I think it's possible because again, I think that I I think that you know, again, you know, it's the spirit of God, right? That you started off with Isaiah 14, 12 to 15. And it's that idea that this the devil is really trying to mimic yahweh so the antichrist has to be you know a baby right he's not born a man he's going to be born as an infant just like jesus was so could he be alive now yes because he's going to have to i believe start his career at 30 years old most likely like the messiah so he's gonna so i think yeah it's possible but that he's you know, an actual infant right now yeah. or a toddler, let's put it that way. So, And still has to grow up. So yeah, it's, it, it is possible. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So I, I think it's interesting too, because I mean, this is getting conspiratorial, but some people feel like that the people that are in Israel right now could either be like just one of the tribes and there's already, there's different tribes all throughout the world oh, yeah. still. And yeah, then, um, sure. and some people feel like there may be our Jewish people there. This is a little conspiratorial, and that the the Hebrew Israelites are not the ones that are there at the moment. So I wonder. I guess is he just going to try to trick the Jewish people that are there now, just so that they can get the government? Uh, I see what wise? You're saying. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, see what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's it gets interesting because I'm I'm just telling you guys we had a we had a uh, we did have a show on the Hebrew Israelites, and uh, a lot of them fled into Africa, and some of for them, sure. You know, a lot of them don't look European. They don't look like me, or they don't look like yeah. uh, olive skin they look like ryan okay so yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like I, I guess you would probably go for the government and go for those people that are there right yeah. now not saying that they're not the right people and guys if you're jewish and you're there i'm not trying to say that you're not the right people but it's just interesting because the 12 tribes are not just the people that are there now
2: absolutely not and you can and even Africa, you have like the lemba tribe right all yeah. the way in south africa and they've you know they 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 have even celebrating Hebrew <laughs> feast for well, centuries, yeah, even right? the Shoshone. The church, huh?
1: Even the Shoshone in in in, in, uh, in, in America, America
2: uh, those yeah.
1: th- they sent out a decree and say, "Hey, can you finish this? We're looking for someone that knows this this uh, this ritual, not ritual, but ceremony. like a ceremony. Ceremony." And they performed it to a T, and the whole ceremony plus the forgotten part of the ceremony in front. They're like, "Oh, then you you got to be part of." It. So where did they flee?
2: Where's there where is the wilderness?
1: Where's there? Wilderness? It, 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 where's there is the only place in the world where there's wilderness in America. That's what they talk about. There's wilderness that it's always talks about wilderness. So maybe they fled over here, and the Joshua yeah. tree is only here and in Israel.
2: And it's yeah. biblical too. It's it's because there's so many scriptures about God saying he's gonna scatter the tribes to the four corners of the earth. So yeah. there are really Israelites everywhere. And then if you think about it historically, it's the Roman Empire who conquered Israel, obviously, in seventy AD right? Yeah. Rome controlled almost all of Europe, right? Italy up to Great Britain. So if you're an Israelite, where are you going to flee to? Where do the Israelites flee all throughout scripture whenever there's a problem?
0: Yeah.
2: To Egypt, yeah. to yeah. Africa. And so then Moses, have, certainly a lot of tribes are going to go there. That's always like the, Jesus fled, right? When he was an infant, Joseph and Mary took him, yeah. to, took him to Africa uh, yeah. to hide out from Herod. So it makes sense. You go away from the empire that's trying to destroy you. outside of their territory rather than go deeper into their empire and then joseph looked like the egyptians and so did did moses you know what i mean so like
0: oh hold on uh what you know what i mean so exactly right
2: exactly no no no, you're you're absolutely right because obviously you know (laughs) you know his you know people think like they forget that joseph was 17 years old when his brothers threw him in the ditch and he got yeah. so he wasn't like a, kid, a baby so they knew yeah. him he was 17 and yet they didn't recognize him obviously if he was if they were all white and he was a white guy just sitting there with all these black people <laughs> on the throne they're like you're hey, one of us right <laughs> obviously but they yeah, didn't even obviously. know who he was so they looked yeah. the same right and, and same yeah. thing with Moses, right when he now was I looked apart. Yeah, they said, you know, the, 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 uh, he wasn't Charlton. Jethro's, lesson, daughters, <laughs> Jethro's daughter said the Egyptian saved us. So, you know, yeah. So you know, that's, I, I mean, just mean saying. it's good. And it's good. A lot because of, it's, yeah. it's biblical truth. And God yeah. says prophetically, there's going to be an end times gathering. He said, I'm going to gather mine elect from the four corners of the earth so at some point the scattered tribes are going to be gathered by christ It had i believe that hasn't happened yet so yes i believe there are israelite people living in israel right now but there are a lot of israelites who of course are african or asian descent and not just Caucasians. definitely so yeah that's very biblically accurate yeah um
0: yeah so i don't want to get too off
2: yeah 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 (laughs) but but guys
1: oh sorry so, so
0: guys just if you guys have time anybody that's listening do a little research you'll see that the Rothschilds they donated 140,000 acres of land to Israel they took their European people and they th- that were Jewish and they placed them there so just do some research on it it's very interesting and everybody that's in Israel if you're listening We love you. We're not saying anything bad. We just think that there's other tribes also that are spread around the world, just like the Bible says, and everything we're saying is biblical. All right, let's get back to the the Antichrist. Yeah, I'm going to get back to Antichrist because you said
1: (laughs) about uh, Judas was the only recorded possession of the actual devil in your show or in, in in that spot. And I thought that was cool. But when he went to cast, he was still possessed when he went to cast that money onto the floor and out of his own mouth, he says, I have betrayed innocent blood. Yeah. I've, do you feel the devil in that he, the devil was possessed at that time and that comes out of his own mouth. Do you feel like the devil had a little bit of remorse, like a little bit of remorse at that time? <laughs> that's, a great, like- that's, a, that's a
2: great question. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great question. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's a great question. I, You know, I haven't, th- I have to really think about that. I mean, maybe. I mean, it, it, it's possible. I don't know if he was still possessed at that point. He was, because after know. that,
1: he he still killed, because he killed himself after that. And that's... Yeah, a- yeah
2: he, he killed himself. He killed himself. And he went to his um, own place. He was... He exactly. Was- and so, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that, you know, the amazing thing is that, you know, there is really, and and in the final level, I talk about how I think that Judas has a, a, a connection to Satan. Like, there's a real connection, a strong connection, he was the only person ever possessed by the devil, like you said, um, and you know Jesus calls him the son of perdition. He calls him the son of perdition, a title only used for the antichrist, right? Second like Thessalonians chapter two: the son of perdition is the antichrist. Jesus also, he's also the only person who's called the devil, diabolos, outside of Satan, See, by mm-hmm. Jesus. You no, know, he yeah. says, I "Have not the chosen actual, the one of you 12? Huh? The that? actual devil. That's the yeah, actual, yeah. Actual he calls devil. him the like, devil. Yeah. And then, of course, like you said, when you get to Acts chapter one after after Judas dies, and, you know, he hangs himself, but when his body falls from the tree and he he lands head first, his head busts open, right? Again, genesis three fifteen, he's he will crush the head. The Messiah crushes the head of the serpent, right? So again, his, so the Antichrist receives a mortal wound to the head. So we're seeing again, he's a part of this cycle of the Antichrist. And Peter, when he's speaking about replacing Judas, he says the Holy Spirit t- tells him that that he cites two prophecies from the Psalms that are about Judas, that there are Old Testament prophecies about Judas in the Psalms. And one of them in Psalm 109, he says that, it says that, uh, it talks about the wicked, it says, that, take a wicked man, and it says, and Satan stands at his right hand. And that's in reference, and Peter said that was talking about Judas. So there's, wow. again... Just like the Antichrist, right? Satan gives him his power, his seat, his authority. Satan's at his right hand, giving him everything. He, says that, he said that about Judas. And like he said, he said that when Judas went to hell, he said he went to his own place. So again, it's like there was something really sinister going on uh, with Judas beyond that he was just a bad guy who was greedy and betrayed Jesus. He had a real deep connection to the devil. And
1: maybe, maybe he had a wife and maybe they had kids and maybe had, there's a bloodline of that person that's never been recorded I don't you, know. I'm, I'm you never know
2: it, it, seriously you never know and, and yeah. the interesting thing I, I throw out there i'm not dogmatic about it but in the yeah. book a lot of the early early church first century second century third century theologians there they predicted that judas would be the false prophet yeah. That he would come back as the false prophet because he was like again. He presented handled himself the money. as a disciple, right? <laughs> Handling who...
0: the money and, and he's yeah, greedy. Yeah, yeah, He's greedy too, man. You know exactly. He's <laughs> yeah. he's over here, like, but um, think, but think about I'm that. Trying to give him that, that perfume, <laughs> give me that money, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and
1: still washed his feet. That's yeah. how. That's how you understand how Jesus was, and then, like you said, Joseph also was when he, he 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 knew the concept of everything that goes on that that could be bad always something good comes from it and exactly and to, and, to, and to and just to know that like you said th- th- just because it's the final Battle of Armageddon just because it's the 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 final Nephilim you know judgment doesn't matter because if you look at it this way it was only to bring Israel back into it and it's all God's plan everything I want to go back to what Joshua read from Isaiah because I know you guys read Isaiah 14 uh. If, if this is how i know that the holy spirit is is influencing this book because not man wrote this because it says i will ascend and i will be like the most high if man wrote that book it would say i i either defeated the most high or <laughs> i became the most high not yeah, i was yeah. like that's how you know that satan is a creation
2: yep. and he knows
1: he still has to follow orders and no matter what the will of god will always will always will always happen it's like the stories of like people. There's like stories of like, oh my my son broke his leg, and then at the time there was like a there was like a, a like a like a draft for the war. He missed that, and then and then it's like some things that happen in life. Just because you think it's bad, it's always a, there could be a positive that, that there's always a positive. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we were just talking about that
0: earlier, like uh, but uh, so I thought it was interesting because it also says I will raise my my throne above the stars of God. So yeah. remember, I was talking to you about where heaven's located. Uh, the yeah. devil was not lying right there. Yeah, yeah his, his throne is above the stars, right? So <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that. that was interesting. Now, <laughs> I remember I was talking <laughs> you laugh, but, <laughs> hey, his throne, is that's what I believe, man. I believe that God's throne is above the firmament, and, and it's it's interesting stuff. So yeah, I thought, you know, the devil is a liar, but right there, you know, he does say that, and, and it's in the book. So um, yeah. anyway, so here's a verse I was going to read real quick for my audience that we have never covered that I heard Ryan go over. That I thought was amazing, man. It was, it was interesting stuff. And I, and I know, um, the reason why I bring this up is because it has to do with the Nephilim stuff and with those yeah. fallen angels. So it's going to be uh first Peter three verses 18 through 21. Um, I'm going to read this first, and then you you tell me how you interpret this or, or or how you feel about it. Or Jason, you too, man. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body but made alive in the Spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. It In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water and this uh, water symbolizes baptism and now saves you also not removed of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So the part that I wanted to ask Ryan about was, um, he says, after being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits. Uh, this is the NIV. Maybe I should probably go to the, to the King James. Uh, I don't think it says proclamation in the King James. I think it says preach, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, maybe I should do yeah. that. But, okay, but yeah, you can just go ahead and interpret that verse for us. And yeah, yeah. What is he doing? So, is, he, is he talking to the people in Abraham's bosom? Or is he talking to, to the people that are, are the, the, the fallen angels that are in, in the bottom? Yeah, pit
2: or I, I, I believe that's of course, this is during the three days between the crucifixion and the resurrection. And I believe Jesus went down to the pit to speak to the Genesis 6 angels, right? They were the spirits who were disobedient in the days of Noah, right? In the days when the ark was being built and god's patience was running out and so i think um again because they've been out of the game right again like you said they're not outside of time they're not omniscient they don't know what's going on since the flood and so now everything that they tried to prevent right the seed of the woman yeshua hamashik is now saying going down and that word there that preaching uh you know in the greek uh is really to be a herald right Kiranos is to be a herald to to uh, make an announcement it's not like i'm preaching a good sermon to you it's i'm saying hear ye hear ye, all people who listen to this and so is jesus going down there i think to proclaim his victory that he he actually achieved the victory prophesied in genesis 3 15 by being born by being our savior and obviously defeating sin and the devil on the cross and so i think that's he went down there to announce that to those angels because they didn't know they did not know what was going on and so that's what i believe was taking place um that and when people wonder what what was jesus doing (laughs) during the three days uh between the cross and the resurrection that was one of the things he was actually doing
0: there was that and then um also i think it doesn't paul say that he ascended or he descended into the earth and then he ascended to heaven right did he descend into the earth to, to take all the people out of Abraham's bosom and bring them to heaven? Well, I, was that part I, of the thing yeah. that he
2: did? Absolutely, yeah. When it says he led captivity captive, right? Because at that point, it's amazing because, you know, no one could enter heaven until the blood was shed, right? And yeah. so once his, once his blood was shed, now Abraham's bosom could be emptied. So all the saved souls before the crucifixion could now be led by Christ into heaven right now now they have access we get access through his blood and so now once his blood was shed no longer even a need for Abraham's bosom anymore because now everyone can go to heaven their souls right, and so, everyone obviously since then has died so um, we need to, to
0: take heaven. okay so guys you guys need to understand that the the Lazarus is not a parable in my I don't think it's a parable I believe oh no, because he uses names
1: in that he doesn't yeah, he
0: doesn't so he so everybody that's listening name, so. uh read that parable or not the parable sorry read that. <laughs> uh it's in luke Um, i'd have to go to it but read that so that you know that once you die absent from the body you're present with the lord amen that the, the angels are coming to you and they're taking you up or they're taking you in the earth i believe you know hell that's what i believe it's at is, is you know descended in the earth so i believe whatever it's going to be hell okay whether well, it's another dimension you know what i mean so you guys yep. gotta understand that you die <laughs> you, present, you know, present with the Lord. So anybody that that's having any issues with like dying or anything like that, start reading the Bible. You, you'll be a lot more comfortable with this because we're not, which is temporary life. Okay. We're not Amen. here to, we're not here to, Oh, I want to buy another house or another car, or another Lamborghini Lambo, make, impress all these people. What we needed to be doing right now is impressing God and, and building for the kingdom of yes. heaven. That's what we need to do guys. So, um, I just, feel, I, th- I feel like all this stuff is great. So Um, the council of Nicaea, don't they talk about in the council of Nicaea, uh, Jesus going down and preaching to the people that were in hell? Were they talking about preaching the people in Abraham's bosom or, or, are, do they have it wrong? Is that is that is that the same thing, or am I tripping? I, he's I probably doing the same podcast. thing they're, because
1: they were they were he's doing both probably.
2: I, I feel like he was probably. I thought in
0: the council, and I see it said something about Jesus going down and preaching to people in hell. I, is that is that wrong? Yeah,
2: or... that's yeah that's that yeah that's a common interpretation. Is but that I don't their interpretation
0: that of First Peter three? Is that is that what it That's is? their
2: interpretation. Yeah. Okay. He's preaching. I just want to make yeah, sure that that yeah. there's
0: a connection there. I don't know if they're talking yeah, about a different part of the Bible. I was like, I
2: yeah, I, and and um. But the th- the thing about First Peter three, it's specifically saying the spirits that were disobedient in the days of Noah. If it was yes. just everybody who's been, you know, a rebel against God, yeah, yeah, can just say speaking to all the spirits or souls of those who are disobedient, like through history, as opposed to like just focusing specifically on the days of Noah and the flood. And they uh, put I think that in
0: there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. I, it almost pointed it directly towards them. So for sure, I, when I when I. You know when i heard this verse i was like oh like i kept because i the thing is i i the thing the, what i try to do ryan like um i try to listen to debates between like scott theologians that are like and it's yeah. not like a they're professional debates but so that i get different interpretations of different views of stuff so i've heard a lot of stuff about the council and i see it brought up and different stuff so i just it, just yeah it's, then, a, it's, a, hey, as it's important as you're learning the bible and you learn certain stuff it's just like you start connecting things like that you know and it's it's amazing you know it's it's great how god uh does that but yeah so i, I at least we cleared that up and that's interesting stuff so uh,
1: josh i have a question uh you you, you right. mentioned the verse uh in second peter three where it says because i feel like god is a mathematical god he's very he uses numbers a lot but there's, there's an equation i feel like that says that a day in the life of the lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is a day Yes. If that holds true, if you believe that that equation is true, do you think it's, or just do you think it's like just like uh like something to say like oh it's it's just a long time because if if you look at it it's seven days in creation that would mean seven thousand years and our earth is probably about that roughly that that old you would you think if if that's the case or because I feel like his creation isn't done yet because. He hasn't been he hasn't been able to rest on the seventh day yet because the thousand years of of Jesus's reign hasn't happened yet. I feel like so. If if you look at it that way, seven days of creation, seven thousand years, and you you mentioned it in your in your in your uh, documentary, it's about six thousand years ago, right? Is is that true or?
2: Yeah, so I think there's some. I think there's some. I don't think any detail in scripture is just like a throwaway right i think when god's saying something like that there's a reason for it. i mean obviously it's showing us again that god's outside of time right if, if a thousand years is a day for god obviously he's really he's saying he's outside of time so but also i do think there's some there's some uh legitimacy to seeing it that hey in the, that i i think it more to from from the like human history that like, the creation of adam everything we're going through Will be wrapped up in seven thousand years. Yeah. I, I think I think I think there's some legitimacy to that. So yeah. um,
0: I personally like I take the Bible literal. So when he's yeah. talking about day one, day two, day three, day four, I think it's just a day. The reason why is because the sun and the moon and the stars were created on the fourth day. But that's Recitation- fourth, but that means
1: it's four thousand years. That means it would be four thousand years in his creation history. So he's creating a day but if, if I know. You, i'm just about I'm you're just, reading second peter that's an equation that he throws in there that it's yeah. kind of weird why would he say a thousand years why would he say he's not going to say about a thousand years he's not going to say uh, a thousand years and one he says a thousand years yes yeah, I'm, if, if, I'm if just, you take the bible literally you have to say yeah you know what i mean like that why would he throw that in there there's the god the holy spirit doesn't throw things in there and go ha ha ha, ha figure it out <laughs> You know, for a reason. Like, hey, hey. I just,
0: I just, I just want to say personally, just for the record, I, I believe that the seven days were, were literal seven days. And I believe yeah. that the reason why I believe that is if you look at how everything was created, the, the, the vegetation, the land and everything, like if the sun is created on the fourth day, the moon, the sun, and the stars are created on the fourth day. Then, then you got to think about how the, how did the vegetation and, and the herbs and everything last if it was for a whole thousand years. You know well, because
1: I mean? God, because God, because God was the one sustaining the life on on earthy. Till he, fi- what I was thinking is that that if, if you look at it that way, Adam lived what nine hundred and thirty eight years, something like
2: that. Yeah, yeah 938.
1: He, he didn't make it one day. In the, the yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, but, Ryan, but think Ryan, about what? that though. Think about that. So, his, first of all, I think both you guys are right. Right. I think that the creation days in Genesis one are twenty four hours, but I do think scripture is telling us prophetically this might only go for seven thousand years but if you think about this though god told adam that in the day you eat of this fruit of the tree of knowledge good and evil you shall die he didn't live to be a thousand years so he didn't live in god's eyes he didn't live a day yes he he died the first day god's clock
0: (laughs) jason i think i have it twisted bro okay i understand what you're saying jason you're just saying in god's
1: god's I, okay, okay, written okay. it is like I he's what
0: you're telling you i'm sorry because dude. i'm, because I, I'm like, mistaken think about it i'm thinking you're you're thinking that that one day de- the day that he's talking about in genesis was a thousand years instead of one day but what you're
1: saying is in god's eye. okay i get what you're from saying evening the evening though too he's not yeah. going from morning to night so that's what's that's what's weird about it too he goes from and on that and if you know it, he blesses all the days except for Except for Monday, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just kidding. Blessing no, on yet. every day. For <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, so it sucks. <laughs> so that's <laughs> okay. So we
0: spoke. Okay, so we uh, spoke about Job, where it talks about the devil uh speaking to God, right? And all the angels yeah, were there, right? Uh, another thing that I think we should bring up, which I think is uh, interesting, is in First Kings twenty-two verses nineteen through twenty-three. Yeah um so it says micah continued therefore hear the word of the lord i saw the lord sitting on his throne with all the multitudes of heaven standing around him on his right hand and on his left and the lord said who will entice ahab into attacking ramath galid into the death there one suggested this and another that finally a spirit came forward stood before the lord and said i will entice him and and lord said by what means the lord asked I will go out and be a deceiving spirit in the mouth of his prophets, he said. You will succeed in enticing him, said the Lord. Go and do it. So now the Lord has put a deceiving spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours, and the Lord has de- de- decreed disaster for you. So, guys, there's like a uh, – what is it called? It's called the uh, – Divine people- Council. The Divine Council. That's what I was yeah. – yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to get to that, but yeah. I didn't write it down the divine council. So think about this guys. There's like, there's a court in heaven, right? There's, there's, there's deceiving spirits around and, and regular spirits around. (laughs) So it's almost like God, like God is, is, has a council, like, just like, I guess churches would have elders and everybody's speaking. And it's, it's, it's just people don't, I don't think like someone asked me this when I was like, when I was like new to podcasting, someone asked me about this and I, and I was like, uh, and he was not Christian. So he's just trying to say, well, what was God saying here? And I, and I didn't have like a great answer for this, but I would like to ask Ryan, what do you think about that? A divine counsel. And I think there's another verse that you brought up too, uh, where you are talking about, uh, I think it's he did Psalm- the same
1: thing with Saul though, too. He sent a lying, he's lying spirit to Saul and, and that's what he it made him uh, like, a not, not a lying story, oh. but it, it made him like mad it, it, uh, at david it made him like 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 it was he god will and also with the witch of endor brings you will he will he could use that to like he uses like he said nebuchadnezzar use uh use cyrus he, he used uh uh pharaoh he uses bad things to bring you to, to in the ultimate to the end to bring you back to to, to god it's like that's what he had to do it's, it yeah and like,
0: samuel said that wasn't really samuel either like like well, how can, do you know you how do you know because you can't come because it says in the bible that you can't get out of hell or out of abraham's bosom well that's so what i mean he, he used couldn't a have lying, came up
1: then he used a lying spirit to to yeah. the yeah yeah, yeah. Crap. but look at the witch endor. she didn't know she didn't she she <laughs> only brought up she brought up, she was only bringing up demons and stuff like that, like like familiar spirits. She was scared as hell when he showed yeah. up. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> what? Sure. Oh my he gosh, <laughs> he was like, oh, it's I never seen this. Yeah. He's waking me so, up, dude. And he's like, Uh, this is so you to understand that, like, Josh. Who knows what that was? I know, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think it's but Samuel. Bro. Could have been not because God can do whatever he wants, but I'm there's saying just like- some,
0: there's just some stuff in the Bible that I think that that's pretty interesting. Like you brought up, Ryan, on another one of your shows what was uh, Psalms 82, one, one through five, where God presides in the great assembly. He renders judgment yeah. among the gods, G-O-D-S. Exactly. Now, he's not talking about, um, is he talking about fallen angels right there? Or is he talking
2: about... Yeah, others? I think it's angels. I think it's yeah. all the angels, right? Because that's why, you know, this is a battle for heaven and earth, right? Like yeah. just, when Satan tells, talks about the congregation he wants to rule over in the mount of God, he's talking about the angels. So God is operating a whole different way with the angels where You have fallen angels who can stand before God. God, They're they're discussing affairs. God's sending an angel down, deceiving spirit. So God is, is, like you said, like he's holding court, like having meetings with the angels, letting them know how are we going to resolve this worldly affair? Like he said, who's going to go down there and take care of Ahab? I need him to die today in battle. You know, it's like, and so it's really, these passages are amazing because they give us a little glimpse into how things are happening in the heavenly realm. And I mean, look at Psalm 82, sometimes god is rebuking them he's saying you i you had dominion over the nations and i believe that happens after the tower of babel that god said deuteronomy 32 you know in the septuagint says that when god divided the nations he did it according to the number of the sons of god and i believe that what god did was he said i'm going to give over all the nations of the world to the the fallen angels and i'm going to make my own nation out of one man abraham and it says that Israel was the Lord's portion that God said, I'm, you take it all. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this guy and I'm going to make my own nation and leave the rest to you. And so I think, so in Psalm 82, God's rebuking these angels because they, they have dominion over these nations and they're being evil. They're being unjust. They're being wicked. Right. And, and uh, even think about the name in Ephesians six principalities, right? That's that's that. That's referring to a location. It's an, I believe it's a title for an angel, but I think it's also saying that they have they are, its an angel who has authority over a location. And so, um, th- so yeah. So I think that that it's it's really interesting that God that that God is allowing fallen angels to have a say in affairs it, yeah. for a time. It's all yeah. going to fall apart eventually. But I think what ultimately what God's proving is, He's giving them a chance. I think that the devil's trying to demonstrate. He's saying, "I'm going to let you try and sh- try your way." And push your way into the world and i'm going to show ultimately my way is the true way is the right way look uh, at all the and, people and it never fails
0: all the people that are in government they're not answering to god right now they're answering to you know i think they're answering to satan to be so, honest and
2: yeah, then also so-
0: you got to think about it guys you guys i know a lot of people feel like hey that politician's a great christian he's ready to go or think about this stuff okay guys They're not even, they're praying to Brahma. They're praying to all the, they have the the Osiris. uh, His his phallus is sitting right there, the Washington (laughs) Monument. Okay, it's sitting there ready for you to look at. And then also the, (laughs) the Capitol building is like the belly of ISIS. Okay, they're literally trying to, Bring the Antichrist, you know, and all these people, they're not answering to the God of the Bible, no matter how much you think, oh, America's the nation. I, I've been in the military. I fought for the army. Okay. So now I'm a soldier for God, like I said before. Amen. So yeah. I, I have no allegiance to anybody in government now because yeah. I see through the veil. Now God has opened my eyes, gave me discernment and see what really going on. I still pray for the soldiers. I still pray for people oh, that are in government. Absolutely. I still pray Amen. for everybody. Amen. But there's Amen. there are fallen angels that are leading the way, like he said, and they're not they're they're not being led by the God of the Bible. You guys can tell, okay? You guys can see that there's no Savior besides Jesus. So Amen. Donald Trump,
1: he ain't your Savior. Okay. Uh, well, be, be, well <laughs> just letting you guys know. Just yeah, no, But yeah, behind yeah, yeah, but Paul yeah. says, yeah. behind every idol, there's a demon. So if you're in an idol worship and your country is mainly worshiping. What what, what what is like you said Brahma or 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 a certain like I don't I don't know what, I forgot what I think ind- they're just worshiping Satan, bro. But, no, 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 but that's but that's what I'm saying yeah. is a form of it. Like you said, like like India has what what is the most Hinduism, right? You're worshiping a a, a actual demon that rules over that that area. Like you said, like the the uh, the Prince of Persia, the the, yeah, exactly. the that, yeah, exactly, that whoever yeah. that prince is or whatever his name is, yeah. he rules over that area and Persia, Iran, and they they worship what. They're, they are Islamic. So you, so maybe his name is Islam, maybe, or who knows, maybe his name is, yeah. you have no idea. And when you recognize these names, like when you, when you're going to, when you're talking about space and Jupiter and Saturn, these names that are coming out of your mouth, you're recognizing a God every day. And it says, in the God is not like that. God is not like that at all. He does not like you to even recognize this stuff. So watch what yeah. you say. Watch it comes yeah. out of your mouth because if you really believe it, if you want to follow the, the way they want to, you, you really have to get off this this six 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 number, man. Because I feel like it kind of like is it's a number that is supposed to make you it make you feel it's kind of like this blinds you and everything. Because when, when Adam fell, he, he what did he he died spiritually. So he, he, when you're you're when you're whole, your mind, body, and spirit that's full. So that's three things. When you get one taken away, when you, add, when you put that in it, that's that you get 0.6 you're one third of a man or person. You're 0.666 now. Yeah. So if you die yeah. spiritually, you're, you, are, and when, until you are born again to become a son of God again and, and sons of God, you are not, because Adam is a son of God. He was yeah. made in God's image. Yeah. We are not made sure. in God's image. We are made in Adam's image, which was sick.
2: Yeah. We
1: have a, we have a, we have right. a de- defect in our body, which yeah, is
2: for sure. Which is- yeah, that's a great point, man. That, that's your are preaching right there, man. And, uh, and, and that's and, and Josh, um, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's it's such a distraction. That, you know, we get so so much of the church is so sucked into politics and putting their faith in a person. That is like it's like if you read Revelations, telling you that like you're gonna a person is gonna come who's gonna be more charismatic than Trump, more charismatic than Obama. He's gonna be way on a whole other level yeah. of persuasiveness intelligence military genius and he's going to have supernatural power right so he's gonna be way beyond any politician we see today and it's going to be the ultimate deception right and so all about you you know you mentioned the capitol building they have the painting the apotheosis of george washington being deified on the ceiling with the stars stars they have they have the fallen angels around them bro they're not hiding they're (laughs) not hiding anything they're not hiding anything and so you know, should we care about political issues? Of course, I was a political science major. So I'm not, you know, like you said, you were in the military. I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. a political science major. I was into politics. I was in student government. I worked in the Senate as a, as a legal fellow. So trust me, I'm know, It's a very interesting
1: subject to go through. It's, it's,
2: it's but, very- but I'm not putting any faith in that. I'm not nope. putting any faith in the man. <laughs> no, way. no way, no way. Let me. So, and we can't, and the, the good thing about what you brothers are doing in in this show and and in, in what you're doing in the show is you're keeping the eye on the prize on the mm. spiritual battle right because at the end yeah. of the day they're just human beings we get we should we have to pray for politicians we have to yeah. pray for trump pray for aoc pray for all these people right we yeah. should want them to be saved you know and so the more we talk about this from the supernatural aspects, aspects of Scripture, the more we talk about prophecy, it keeps our eyes focused, so we don't get too caught up in. Because the, the minute you get too caught up in it, you're gonna start putting your trust in a person and not <laughs> and in. And you're
0: it. always gonna be let uh, down. Exactly. Always. What you guys need to understand <laughs> too, what you guys need to understand too, is your salvation is between you and God, not yeah. between your wife and you and God or your kids and you and God or the politicians and you and God, it's between you and God. It's only up to you. So that means that you got to make sure that every decision you're making, you're making for God, keep God in mind. You know, don't, don't, you just got to think, you know what I mean? Like you got to understand yeah. that everything that you're doing has been written down on a book of life. Every decision you're making, you know what I mean? And anything you're hearing, in your ears, you're listening to certain type of music, you're listening, you're watching certain thing, you're being programmed, you're watching the news, you're watching Fox, you're watching CNN, all this stuff is made to keep you away from reading the Bible. That's it. It's trying to keep you away from God, separating you as far away from God as possible.
2: Okay, so I've seen it, I've seen it happen. And I'm so happy you said that, because I said like, you know, um,
1: what is a Greek word for everything? You were saying that it's it's everything. <laughs> I means <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. so everything. If, if you're it. spending more time in the news and arguing with people about politics than in Scripture and trying to understand Scripture or even debating Scripture with other people, right? If you're going to argue debate debate Scripture, like you know, get you will argue the rapture, get that in, rather than spending more time talking about inflation and climate. It's like, oh, that's fine. There's nothing. There's a time and place for that stuff but the Bible has to be preeminent. has to be number one, the number one priority. And so, yeah, Yeah. and I've seen it. I I know so many people who I I can, I can look at their timelines. I'm talking about their social media timelines. (laughs) And it's like, man, 2018, 2019, (laughs) you know, going back, it's like scripture, scripture, prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. And now it's all politics. It's like, you can yeah. see the change. That It's yeah. like, where's your heart? Where your heart is. I, where that's where your treasure is, right? Ryan, you got to hear
0: this, bro. My first song that I made, my first rap song that I made as far as like for for God, it was keep me away from the sins of today is, is what my, my hook was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like went from that. doing that to like call it how I see it to, to doing really like scriptural stuff. But you'll see when... when Yeah, I I do a song called Voice of a Patriot. I was just ending in the military and then all the election fraud was happening. So I did a song about it. So I go to politics at one point and then I go, God, no way.
2: What am I doing? And I jump,
0: then I start doing songs about like God and then I go to conspiracy God. And then it's like, so now personally, everybody I know guys, some people are disappointed, but now I'm not rapping anymore. The reason why is because I can't, I can't stop uh, writing raps. I'm just trying to make the best words, and I'm trying to be the, you know what I mean? It's yeah. too too much pride mm-hmm. in it, so well, you I learned, pull myself from it because it was like, dude, it's what I wanted to do in life, but now you I learned- just, <clears throat> well, I learned that 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 if you're okay, everybody needs to understand something that that the gospel side, the Christian side, yeah. is all about money. You can't worship money and God at the same time, or the God of money, manna. Okay. So what happens is I went to a competition before Ryan, I probably already said this on here and it was like a gospel competition, right? Yeah. All they were talking about was I need to find that person, that one, the one that could obviously make us money. So the, the record companies, the Christian, the gospel, they're all about money wow. and all the people that are secular, all about money. So do wow. I want to put myself in that position? No, I could do these podcasts and I think I, we could touch more people. I could pray for people. My mu- the music is cool, but it's just hard for me to make music anymore because it's hard for me not to have that pride come in where I want to be this, you know, lyrical, whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Instead of being like my focus, like my first song, I was yeah, on fire yeah. for the Lord. You could tell. So now I'm just, I step away from music. Anybody that's listening. Hey, I have to step away from it because it's just, uh, you know, it's, I've done it forever though, man. I loved it, but it's
1: just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, I know yeah.
0: that I have to just separate myself from that because it's something that, you know, you just don't put yourself in that position anymore. If, if that's what happens. Well, I,
1: I think you learned because you were, you stated, you said, uh, you and your salvation is between you and the <laughs> Lord and, and between you and God. But what you do with your salvation is, is what's important. Don't hoard it. Like you, you did, you're, you were, you, didn't, you didn't want to hoard your own salvation. Be like, okay, I'll keep my salvation for myself and spread bullcrap to everybody else you you learn that hey i need to make my use my voice to do to help keep like you said keep your eye on the prize keep your eye on and be a self-teacher learn the bible learn the words of the bible because right now there's a lot of things out there that are taking your mind off that stuff like you said but it's like Every over of here like they the have day, bro. All this stuff like COVID, uh, monkeypox, whatever it is. But over here, they're like aliens are real. Aliens yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are like, real. Hey, sure. do and no one's like, who cares about aliens? What's going on? With the Z? But they start doing, hey, hey, Giselle Maxwell, all these people. They're 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 oh, they're uh, they're sexually trafficking kids. Who cares about that? I want to know about Johnny Deppin and 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 whatever oh, she. I know. I know. Like, yeah, they throw all yeah. this stuff around here that they they they're not telling you uh uh, uh th- th- now they're like trump's office they gets raided but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> who cares where's monkey pox in the world <laughs> yeah like, you're, you're dangling the monkey. everyone thinks that everyone understands like the magic sh- trick. it's a spell yes a i magical know where yeah. in the point where you look at yourself and go this is hilarious i yeah. cannot watch this anymore it's like watching the kardashians or something yeah. turn off the television to, like the other day, they're all, there's this chemical spill on the freeway. I'm like, I didn't even hear about it. They're like, oh, there's all this mass. I didn't even hear about it because I don't watch the news.
2: It, <laughs> I don't it, want to hear about even it. Deeper, it's even deeper than that, too, because not only watching those things, you're getting that. Reaffirmation, that mental boost and that dopamine hit from social media because you go, go now you go you want you want to run and get on Twitter you want to run and get on whatever your social media is and speak to other people and get to hear the same things over and over again and there's something about that I think there's like a spiritual yeah gossip there, right it's called gossip right? <laughs> yeah but even coming together like that right you again like Tower of Babel right God said the people is one right and now whatever they imagine do they complete this. There's nothing they imagine that can be restrained from them. There's a power in that, right? Even Dan Brown, right? The, you know, we all know the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yep. But his next book after Da Vinci Code, which wasn't as big, The Demon. Lost Symbol. Oh, okay. He wrote the the plot of that book was about this research into this thing called noetic sciences that when people physically come together, that there's a power. There's an energy in that. And I think that's a, there's, and obviously that's what worship, right? Worship is there. Like there's a reason that God has millions of angels singing 24 seven, holy, holy, holy. Right. So, so there's some, there's a power there. So I think that even the idea that like the temptation is even more powerful because of social media that if I want to get on this whole monkey pox thing or talk about news or this particular politician, when we're all, and I know 50 other people are going to get online and talk about the same thing, and we're all pumping each other up, it's like even more seductive because it's having an effect on a spiritual and even even like neurologically. Like, you know, the, so the co-founder of so You would say like, like the
1: reason Let's, why they try to kill Christians and kill yeah. the Jews and, and genocide of these, type of these type of stuff because if you don't have people actually gathering for that type of thing and that's all gone no one thinks about it anymore do you think that totally just erases god's spirit here's another thing okay that could that could that how be a reason how they that the devil is trying to maybe that's his way of thinking like if you can erase all the people that know about god like how how cain killed abel you know i mean like erasing that way of worshiping there's no there's no there's no one giving Homage to, to the the Most High. Does that does his spirit go away? And like, does that is, is that how they maybe that? Right.
2: That's the Antichrist agenda. I think that's I think that's going to happen, right? In the Great Tribulation. You're going to be hunted down. I think Bibles are going to be burned, banned. I think all that stuff's going to happen. I think that's that's for yeah, that exact we're, reason. We're
0: so worried about the guns getting taken away. We should be worried about the Bible getting taken away, especially if you oh, don't know go. the word. Okay, now, we, listen, okay. mine's falling okay. apart. Okay, like four Ryan, sermons, four sermons
2: say, in this one episode, God, okay, right now. Lawrence. I know, I know,
0: Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, okay. <laughs> Think about this, okay? Think about what you just talked about and think about when they have the Super Bowl and the ritual they have on the halftime show, okay? They got people all gathered there with their hands up, ready to go, and, and everybody is watching. Like, 2 billion people are watching, yeah. and then they have yeah. the Eye of Horus, and then they have the lady, and then it the, oh, looks like the oh, Princess yeah. is demon- So, guys, what he's talking about Everybody's focused in on the TV watching. You know, a lot of people are drinking, so they're drinking spirits. You know what I'm saying? So yep. well, they think about that. that dude, guys. That's
1: why the, it's an open spot, so that God can see all of that type of sin going on, and He's just like, man, yeah, it's
0: all. Yeah. It's think about that, guys. And then they take the Super Bowl trophy, this idol that they've been they've been trying to get their whole man. life, practicing, practicing, practicing their whole life, and they take this idol. And they kiss the top of it, and each person kisses it, and then they drink to it, and everybody's cheering for this. Okay, so guys, think about that. That's just one little thing, and I know that you know we're we're getting to, we're almost getting to the end here, but yeah, I just think it's amazing when you just get to sermon and you start seeing these things, and God is opening st- your eyes up to it. And you're just like, my exactly. goodness,
1: what was exactly. I doing? Don't as do a it. as the secular person do. Do not yeah. do as the heathens do. Don't get my involved God. in it. But there's, I feel like Christianity is now heathenized. So it's kind of.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough out there, man. It, it, it is. It's so, it is rough out there. I mean, there's so, I've seen, I've seen so many people who I was friends with, I've respected, they've gone so far off the deep end. Like, and, and, and the crazy thing is that, you know, so much of the stuff that we're talking about, I've said to people, and they're like, they think I'm a heretic for saying that. Like we, that you're not focused because I'm not, I'm not concerned. Like, they're like you don't care about the children, about this nation. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. No, I'm not, I care about souls being saved, right? All I'm right. not trying to hey, save a country, that. right? Yeah. The country's gonna go. All the countries are gonna go. There's no, you know, you don't get to Revelation. It's like whatever everyone, God says. Everyone, yeah. everyone worshiped the Antichrist except for America. It doesn't say that. <laughs> No. it's uh, like yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna fall in line it's only gonna be the individual souls that are gonna be saved not an actual country god's yeah, making his own course. country so yeah. you know he has his own jerusalem his own city his own nation
0: but ryan we're a protestant country what are you yeah. talking about we're Protestant. <laughs> exactly. we came over here protestant but look at yeah. all the people that came over here; they're all Freemasons. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not. They wanted to have freedom of religion so they could do their satanic stuff, not because so we could do the Christian stuff. That 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 was not put in place so that we yeah. could go to church. That was already normal already.
1: Okay. Well, that, that so Also, do, you brought a lot of yeah.
0: so they could do their 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 rituals and all their stuff and you know all that esoteric and 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 yeah. secret society yeah. stuff. It's
2: Hellfire it, it's, Club, Freemason. <laughs> it's all you know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. So, all right, we didn't really get too crazy into. <laughs> <to the Netflix laughs> stuff. we went up but it's all good it was an amazing absolutely. show yeah, for um, sure. please shout out your uh your youtube for them and and yeah. your instagram and any way they can get a hold of you and if absolutely and, you know,
2: absolutely the website is judgment of the uh, like you mentioned there we got the books we got the the documentaries the study guys they're available in dvd and digital on vimeo on demand if you want to watch the documentaries on you know on the on the laptop or on the tv uh, my Facebook is Judgment of the Nephilim. My YouTube channel is Judgment of the Nephilim as well. And uh, and my Instagram and uh, my Twitter is J-O-T-N underscore book. And uh, yeah, so feel free to reach out to me, ask me questions. And like I said, I do a, uh, right now I'm doing a show, Thursday Night Theology, every Thursday. I uh, take questions uh during the week on anything like we're talking about tonight. It's uh, it's anything yeah. under the sun that deals with the Bible. it's connects to the Bible and the supernatural. I'm all over it. I'm all about it. And so and I do live Q&A and uh hopefully uh uh you know the Mondays crew can come on uh and be some go-hosts with bro, me hey, that theology. <laughs> one thing one thing I do, bro, I was telling you about which which
0: at some point, see if you can look into it because I, I, I know I always bring this up. I, I I do flat earth from a biblical perspective, okay? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I was going to talk to you about, uh, that's why I talked about like the sun being made on the fourth day and the earth being, you know, on the third day. So what was the earth rotating around? on you know what i mean on the fourth day right because the sun wasn't there yet so there's some interesting stuff uh well uh i know i know you, we're, <laughs> you i know at some point i'll i'll shoot you over uh you know what i'll shoot you over one of my sermons on it that i've done i've done on a few shows yeah, and yeah. if you could just review it because i know that you're very biblical oh yeah you no know, happily let me know, I, yeah, happily. Let happily, me know. Yeah, yeah. The flaws of it, or or what I'm doing right, or what I'm doing wrong, because I like to correct myself. And 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 from uh, a researcher like yourself, like I know you're definitely a respected researcher throughout the the Christian community,
1: man. I for <laughs> one am developing a bromance for Ryan. <laughs> I think cool, man, and yeah, um, he, he is. He's a he's a great, great, great guy, and he's a great uh a, a, just the way the way the way he studies is. And the way he backs it up by scripture is just, is just great. great. Yeah. So I have no complaints. Praise God, this, man. I appreciate that. i God really bless do. you, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, I appreciate it. Welcome, man. It's all good. All
0: well, right. we'll end this <laughs> in prayer, but, um, Ryan, we'll have, if you, if you're okay, we'll have you on again. I'm just going to go through your YouTube and then I'll pick like a couple subjects and, Absolutely. and, uh, and if, yeah. if you're cool to come back on also, I Definitely. have a friend, um, from, uh, uh, hold on my friend. I'll, I'll talk to you about it afterwards. What, what I was going to ask you, but all right, let's end this in prayer. Uh, Father God in the name of Jesus thank you so much for blessing us with this this time uh, anybody like i said anybody that's listening that's dealing with any type of uh you know any type of addiction uh you know please help them to just uh you know live for you please guide some people to you lord um and and the, the girl that 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 sent us that 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 um that message that she needs prayer uh, once again we'll just pray for her lord just please help her out Um, anybody that's listening that needs you, Lord, just please lead everybody to you. We're here to try to save souls too, God. So, uh, please bring us guests that are, that are here to, to, to glorify you and, um, and to help us to get the message out and get the word out, Lord. And, and please help us to get on other podcasts too. So we could just speak about you and, um, and help people and lead people to you, God. Thank you. Father God, we love you in Jesus name. Amen.
2: Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Everybody that's listening, please subscribe, hit the like button. We don't ask for any money. We're not here for all that. We're just here if you could just share the message so that people can hear this because I think it's great for the end times. People need to know what's going on. Uh there's going to be some strong delusions that are happening and people need to know what's happening, you know, and and not fall for the antichrist, but not fall for the, the strong, new age. Del-
1: that is the strong delusion. That's the only del- the most main strong delusion is the fact that he will be tricking tricking everybody to thinking that he is he is the he is the man but he's not the man so
0: yeah be careful guys be careful with the new age because you're gonna fall for this for sure because you're gonna be looking for uh you know for the love you know like he's gonna come in the spirit of love and peace okay in the beginning you will fall for the antichrist so read your word and understand we love you guys thank you guys for listening